Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Dan Malecki, Steve Cleave, joining you here on the Friday Form Panel. We're up to race seven, the Ben Stud Stanley Breads pace for 70 to 79 paces. Dan, I have a horse in this race, so I am not going to comment at all. I'm happy to answer any questions. I want to grill you, though. I'll interview you. You can. You can grill me about Miracuru. Yeah, but uh, otherwise, all the comments are up to you. (laughs) Um, Well, we need to find out a bit more about Miracuru because he seems like he's a lightly raced horse for a nine-year-old. He doesn't seem to have long preparations. So just explain the horse to us. Does he have some problems that you have to nurse him through? Um, I mean, I, I got a compliment from the way he's presented because every time he comes onto the track, he looks fantastic and tell he's well loved, well looked after. But you know, on reflection now, um, is he a, a hard horse to deal with? Does he have injury problems? He's a pain in the backside, Dan. To tell you the honest truth, he uh, he just doesn't like doing long preps. Um, he just always seems to find something go wrong after he has two or three runs or he'll hurt himself or he'll do something stupid in the paddock. He's got no serious issues. He doesn't have any leg problems or anything like that. He just, he's just one of these horses. He'll go and, I don't know, he'll jump on himself or he'll get a virus and he just doesn't seem to handle a lot of pressure of racing. He's sort of almost like a thoroughbred. Um, Ton of ability, but he never seems to be able to get right into a prep every time he does have a few starts as you can see by his form he's a nine-year-old with what 48 race starts um which is just crazy but uh he does my head in but i love him to bits uh i bred him uh, own him so uh happy to just keep punching on as long as he wants to keep going around yeah well he's he's pretty good and he's pretty tough as well and over the last couple of years at this sort of level he's been very good couple of trials um tell us about those trials and where you have him at for this first up run Trials, not as sharp as I'd probably like to have seen him. Normally he comes in a bit sharper. I think with age, he's just uh, taken a little bit longer to come to hand. Whatever he does Saturday night, I'm expecting him to really improve off it. I think this will sort of wake him up, this race, getting out under lights and everything else and the pressure of racing. So I'm not expecting too much out of him. I just want to see him hitting the line strong. If he's good enough, you know, and he wins, it'll be absolute brilliant. But, you know, for me, as long as he's charging home late, then it'll be a tick for mine and we'll go around again in a fortnight. Okay. Um, Look, I think it'll be a race that could be run at a good tempo or at least with Ura at the front of the field uh, and storming up for that matter because he can get out pretty quickly as well. But I, I can see the situation of maybe storming up, getting to the pegs first. By the way, Ruslan is a scratching, which means Captain Confetti, the emergency's in the race drawn too. I don't think it'll have that much of an effect on this, but I think storming up Ura are the pace aspects of the race, storming up pegs first, but Geordie Leadham drives um, and, and Ura to press on, go to the top, storming up chases might be a good race for the peg line here. They can carve out a bit of time. Uh, Ura is uh, oh, he's a little freak, I think. Four starts, three wins, and here he is in this sort of company, and, and I'm tipping him. Most of the time I'd want to take him on, but he's a speed machine, and he showed first up. He's actually strengthened a bit. Uh, so if he gets to the front here, which I think he can, um, he can win. Of course, stir me up, 
Sturming up was going to try and lead Ura, and Ura pushed him. So I don't think Matty Craven's going to settle for second best. Uh, pace would be on, and it might set it up for something else. But um, I'm thinking Ura leads. Sturming up sits behind it. If that's the case, possibly Franco Novelis three back the pegs becomes a bit of a chance. And even Radius four back the inside. So I've gone from what I think will be the peg line four three. One and eight, and uh, Mirakuru to be finishing off nicely between runners into about fifth. I'd be happy with that, Dan. And funny enough, I, I wrote down what I thought your selections would be, and I had four, three, one written down. So, uh, yeah, I've, I'm working with you well here, Dan. So uh, I certainly can't disagree with anything you said there. We'll move on to race eight, the last of the races at Melton. This one's probably going to be an easy, uh, easy one to reel out with Dillaby Willow going around an extremely short price favourite. Yeah, she was terrific at Tarang. She'd been terrific all prep, to be fair. She's a good quality mare, and she's got the gate speed, and I just can't see anything here that would be willing to, to attempt to hold her out. Nothing would be fast enough anyway uh, to hold her out. She should get an easy lead, dictate, and dominate. Six clearly on top, Dillaby Willow. Robbie Orver's got... Three horses in this race. How would that be? Three horses <laughs> in the race. In fact, if he didn't have them, the race wouldn't go ahead. So the owners of the other horses can thank Rob. Otherwise, they would have abandoned the race, wouldn't they? But um, he's got Labelle Bajou, who will be the outsider. Nicky Nana, who's at a great prep. And, and Monomia, who's back off a bit of a fresh. And, but I think uh, Jillaby Willow, six, um, is the, the horse to beat. And quite clearly, six ahead of five. I think Monomia fresh, she can run a bit of a race, but the race is going to be dictated. You think of Jillaby Willow's in front, Lockie Cook, he's a very, very good rangeman, and he'll only go as fast as he needs to, and when he needs to quicken, I mean, she's hard fit. She can run a very slick last half mile, so it'll be difficult making ground from anything back in the field. It might be difficult for anything to make ground if Jillaby Willow's in front. Six five seven one. We have gone identical numbers there, Dan, 6571. Jillaby Willow should be just far too good for these. She was an enormous win in the Terrain Cup. You just cannot falter at all. Nikki Nana's racing terrific. Should be really strong to the line. Anamia, as she said, coming off a little freshen up. Loves the small fields where she's nice and close, and she'll be getting up the straight really well. And she's a daydreamer who loves the rails and can sprint really quickly. He's possibly going to be leaders back here. Uh, worst case, three back the fence. So she'll be flashing home late. Eight, six five seven one. We've gone out on a big agreement for the last race. 